Are you ready to embark on a transformative journey of luxury and soulful living? Welcome to Create Your Sacred Space, the sensational new podcast hosted by Nikki Klug, a renowned luxury interior designer with an unwavering commitment to mental wellness and heart-centered living. In this captivating show, we shine a spotlight on the minds and hearts of the luxury home industry's finest. From visionary architects to talented designers, we explore their stories, their passions, and the profound connection between wellness and the spaces they craft. If you're a homeowner with a desire to create a sanctuary that nurtures your mind and spirit, or a design enthusiast who values the power of heart-centered living, this podcast is tailored to your soul's delight. Join Nikki and her esteemed guests as they peel back the layers of luxury design, revealing how spaces can elevate your well-being and touch your soul. Each episode is an inspiring journey of discovery, offering practical insights and tips to turn your home into a sacred haven. Discover the secrets behind spaces that heal, where elegance and mindfulness converge in a seamless dance. With Nikki's warmth and expertise, you'll be inspired to design spaces that not only please the eye, but also nourish the heart. Are you ready to transform your living experience? Subscribe to Create Your Sacred Space on your favorite podcast platform and journey with us as we aim to design a life of beauty, luxury, and mindfulness. Tune in now and elevate your living experience like never before. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your host, Nikki Klug, and I am over the moon about going on this journey with you to create your sacred space. This is a very special time in my life as I'm celebrating my birthday month and reflecting on my life's work in the design industry. I'm getting really close to another milestone, which is when I officially became a professional interior designer 20 years ago. So I thank you for being a witness to these celebrations. I'm certain that together we will elevate your own thoughts about the purpose of an interior design and how it can drastically improve your life when done well. When I think about the catalyst for deciding to go back to school to earn my interior design degree in 2001, I realized so much of it had to do with the purchase of our very first home. My husband, three sons, and I had just moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico for his residency training. We were starry-eyed, first-time home buyers, excited yet nervous about our first major investment together. I'll never forget our realtor, Keith McRae, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He was a true professional and so very caring in his process with us. He kept top of mind the features we wanted as we envisioned the home we would raise our sons in. He understood the lifestyle we wanted to create for ourselves as a young military family. It was this new beginning that allowed me to really tap into my decorating talents, which led me to register for classes. Boy, are those fond memories. So I want to talk with another very special realtor, the amazing Marsha Coleman. Marsha Coleman is a full-service realtor and founder and principal agent of the Home Collective Luxury Advisors, a real estate team partnered with EXP Realty, specializing in servicing buyers and sellers in both residential and commercial sales. 
Known as the Dream Manifester, Marsha works with clientele in all price ranges and loves assisting her clients achieve their dreams in life and real estate. She is a multi-million dollar top producing agent and a certified agent mentor for her brokerage nationwide. Originally from Jackson, Tennessee, she is a wife and mother and has lived in the Atlanta metro for over 18 years. Prior to real estate, Marsha was a successful corporate training and educational consultant. She is also a successful entrepreneur and has owned several businesses and is currently the co-owner of Heritage Health Partners, LLC, a family-owned licensed home health staffing agency in Georgia. Marsha is very active and loves to volunteer in her community. She has served as a founding trustee of the Awesome Foundation, Birmingham, and is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. She is also a manifestation meditation coach and an inspirational speaker who frequently holds live seminars teaching others how to manifest and create their best lives. Marsha has been successful in her professional career entrepreneurship, and real estate because she is committed to serving each client with professionalism, white glove care, and a determination to leave a lasting impact on every life she comes in contact with. Marsha prides herself in exceeding her client's expectation and truly loves what she does and it shows in her success. I can't wait to talk with Marsha about what luxury means to her and how she helps her clients find their dream homes. But first, a word from our sponsors. When you think of the word luxury, what comes to mind? This word means a variety of things for everyone. This is why Marcia Coleman always tells her clients that luxury is a mindset. Marcia Coleman is a full-service realtor providing a multitude of professional real estate services in the metro Atlanta area. She specializes in servicing buyers and sellers in both residential and commercial sales and leases. Known as the Manifestor, Marcia works with clientele in all price ranges, and loves assisting her clients achieve their dreams in life and real estate. She strives to help you manifest your dream home and life. Give her a call today at 678-895-5389 to start creating your version of luxury. I am so, so, so excited and honored to be joined by Marcia Coleman. She is the owner of the Home Collective Luxury Advisory with EXP Realty. Just an amazing, amazing woman that I have loved getting to know and watch grow her business and her entrepreneurship. So let's get into this conversation about luxury, what that means, what that is, how you help your clients how it affects our lives. I just would love to have this conversation with you again, have just been amazed by all that you've been able to accomplish. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here because, you know, I love all things luxury, (laughs) love all things luxury. And I can't wait to talk about it with you. Awesome. So how do you define luxury? Thank you for asking. For me, luxury is about how things make you feel. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the past, you know, we talk about money, we talk about things like that and what, how we were raised socially to think what luxury is. Mm-hmm. And I remember distinctly when I was selling a house for mm-hmm. some clients and the house was in the $400,000 range. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, well, Marcia, we never thought that we'd be in this house. And for us, this was a luxury house. Mm-hmm. And although I knew this, it just really hit home that day. That luxury is how you define it Mm -hmm. and really how it makes you feel. Because when it comes to money, everybody will be at different places for money in their lives. Some people may not ever become a millionaire, but they live a luxurious lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's a certain amount attached to it. I think it's about how it makes you feel, how, of course, money is attached to it at times, but it's just about how things make you feel to me, the things that you want to acquire the experience. Yes. That's it. The, the experience behind the things that you acquire, the things that you experience, the things that you get to do mm-hmm. in your lifetime, the dreams you accomplish, mm-hmm. those type of things. That's what luxury means to me. I love that. I love it. Love it. Because similar in fashion, I feel like luxury is the sense that everything is in its right place. So it's peace, it's an experience, it's a feeling, and it does not have to include a price tag, right? Um, That's right. You can splurge on yourself at any price point. If it's a splurge and, you know, everything's relative, right? If it's a splurge, it's, it's, you. This, it's relative. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I truly believe that all of us should have that experience and feel honored, feel respected, feel cared for, adorned, admired, you know, it, again, in these relative spaces. And most importantly, we do that for ourselves. So. Yes. Once our basic needs are taken care of and family is good and healthy, then what? Then what is there that we can do to help elevate our own lives? So exactly. So thank you for having this conversation with me. I knew we were on the same page with it. Yes. Like the <laughs> words you said, things that elevate your own life. Yes. That is it. That is it. I, when you were talking, I was thinking about something as simple as when you get your nails done and this time I'm going to get the manicure or the pedicure. That includes the paraffin. I'm going to get the extra things that make me feel even more uh, luxurious, make me feel better, that makes me feel more relaxed and more at peace. I like the way you said peace. So, yes, that's yeah. perfect. We're, we're, we're aligned when it comes to that. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Good. So, so luxury, how do we help our clients experience that? And then how does it change our frame of mind? Like, what does it do for us mentally, spiritually, emotionally? luxury because of the social definitions we've given it and have you know a- adhered to in the past it was all about acquiring things and having yes. money and reaching the certain benchmark of income and so oftentimes it came with negative emotions because either we have yet to attain that or we see other people doing things that maybe we covet but really again bring it into a personal experience about what it means for us and how we can experience that in our lives and how it can elevate our lives what are some of the emotional things that happen in that process you know when i'm working with my clients regardless of the price point i always try to get them to see a bigger picture even though they they'll come with their list of things that they desire in the home the things that will make them feel good i want a pool i want this. And those are the things that are luxury. You know, you got a pool, you got 
water's edge pool. You have the type of countertops. Those things denote luxury. But it's like you said, it's about when you walk in that door, what do you feel like? And to think bigger, regardless, like I said, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but regardless of the price point, think bigger Mm -hmm. and think of what it is you desire if you had all the money in the world Mm -hmm. and how we can make it fit into where we are today and being happy with where we are today, because that's important. Mm-hmm. And and when you're happy and content and satisfied with where you are, you allow space for even more yes. to come in. That includes more luxury, more money, more jobs, bigger houses, all of that. So and that includes gratitude. That includes all of that. So when I have my clients and they're looking for things and, you know, you're not going to find the perfect house with everything on your list. Right. But I do try to get them to understand the big picture and look at how it makes you feel when you walk in this room. How does this countertop make you feel when you walk in the kitchen? Does it make you want to cook? Mm-hmm. How does this closet make you feel? Or can you envision what you can do with that closet once you get it? If it's not in that luxurious price point, you can make it luxurious once you're in. So I try to get them to see the big, bigger picture and to see what it's going to feel like yeah. when it's exactly what they desire. Right. You make me think, too, when you say bigger picture, like the community or the city, the environment of, you know, the atmosphere surrounding them, even outside of the home. Is that something you help them narrow down? Yes, ma'am, because I will have a client that is set on a location Mm -hmm. and they're set on a type of house. But I know that they're not going to get that house in that location for their price point. Right. Right. It could be million dollars, it could be two million dollars, it could be three hundred thousand dollars. However, so I try to get them to understand location matters and your community matters. One of the things that this is a little off, one of the things I have my clients do when we're looking at a house and even putting a contract on a house, we can get a contract on a Tuesday. But on Friday, I want you to drive by on the weekends. I want you to come by on Saturday. I want you to come at night. What does it feel like? What do the how do the neighbors are the houses lit up? I mean, then what does the community offer Mm -hmm. the community that you're living in and the community as a whole? Does it offer live, work, play? Do you have things that do you have to drive into the city to have a good restaurant, to have some entertainment? Or does your community that you're moving into offer those things? And then the neighborhood, the subdivision that you're moving into, what does it offer? Does it offer things as a community? Those all make you feel a way about your home that you're living in because you're not going to just be inside the house 24-7. You're going to be outside. Your neighbors are they. So your community does matter in how you feel and that, you know, the bottom for me for, for luxury is how you feel and how you feel about your home, how you feel about your community, what's available to you without you having to be inconvenienced. Um, I live in, in Metro Atlanta. So, of course, you know, Atlanta has everything. But now every suburb also has everything. So I, re- I have to have a special occasion to go into the city. Right. So I love like me. Right, right. I love coming to lunch with me. Yeah, oh, you know, but, but I love going into the city because some of the restaurants I love that we love to go to are only in the city, of course. But those are special occasions, yeah. you know, and the, more and more of that is coming to the different locations. So I have my clients look at not just the house. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's where you're going to be living, but your community, your neighbors, then drive outside of your, your subdivision. What's available to you? You know, is it too busy? Is it a lot of traffic? All of those things that really, when you're looking into luxury homes, that matters. Even when we're talking about just the money aspect, when we're talking about price point there, for the most part, unless you're like in like a bucket or something, 
you don't have a lot of traffic. You don't have houses mm-hmm. upon each other. Mm-hmm. Those are the different types of things you got to look for when you're talking about luxury and how you feel and the things I want you to look for when you're looking at the big picture. Right, right. You make me think about a couple of things. There was once I was, you know, just out in my neighborhood taking a jog. And I don't know what it was that had me pause, but I paused at a few different neighbors' driveways. And living in Chula Vista, California, it's rolling hills. You know, we have a distant mini mountain, you know, not a huge mountain. But and from each driveway in each, and I imagine now each doorstep, you get a whole different perspective of the neighborhood, of your neighbors, of the hills, of the lake that was out in the distance. And I was like, wow, we each have our own like we, of course, we know that mentally, you know, in communication with people, people have different perspectives. But like even physically, we have different perspectives when we step out of our front door, when we step into our homes. What is it that we want to feel? How do we want to experience that? And then you made me think of another thing. Uh, when we were searching for this home that we live in now, we did what we called a wave test. We would mm-hmm. drive through communities and we would wave, like just oh, yeah. and we would wave and we would see who would wave back at us. Right. Like how friendly yeah. are these neighbors? How accepting are yeah. they to diversity? And uh, so there was a neighborhood we thought we wanted to live in. And I promise you only two out of 10 people waved at us that Saturday afternoon. And we were wow. so shocked. We were like, oh, that's a little sad because... These homes are beautiful, but we don't feel welcome here. So, right. And that's important. Yeah. That is, I like that you said that because I like the wave test. I'm going to tell my clients to do the wave test. The wave test. (laughs) You know, because it's funny because even though when I'm not looking for houses, my husband and I, we have a thing every Sunday. We just drive through neighborhoods. And we always drive through neighborhoods of houses that we want to buy, Mm -hmm. like be our dream homes. And we've done that for almost 20 years. And we'll drive through neighborhoods and People will just be waving and some they don't and some they do. So that's a good test because you want friendly neighbors. You want to love the community. When you drive into your community, the way you want to feel, I want personally to feel that way driving in, Mm -hmm. driving into the community, not just my driveway, not just walking in my house, but driving into the actual community Mm -hmm. matters. And so also the waving matters. That's I love that. I'm taking that wave test. It's yours. It's yours. I got it. (laughs) Now, can you think of any clients that you, you know, so many times we serve people and life moves on and they're thankful, they're grateful. And then you don't hear from them until the next time they need something. But every once in a while, it happens that maybe I run into someone or they see me on social and they they stop to say, wow, I loved everything that you've done for us. And this is what it's meant for me. Do you have a story like that of a client that maybe you had to help them see the bigger picture and help them experience the luxury, you know, at a level that was comfortable for them and that would fit their needs and goals? Can you think of a client like that? Okay, I got lots of clients like that, but yes, even the most recent one. Oh, but I do have one in particular. And when they say things like this to me, it's so, it's interesting because are you talking about me? Like, really, I just helped you buy a house, right? But you never know what the process, not even just the home, what the process means to a person and what they've been through in the past, unless they told you about it. And I do have one particular client that she's probably my biggest one of my biggest advocates, even now, it's been about two years since I sold her a house, but she came to me 
about something. It was kind of house related, but without sharing too much information that made me feel like I was a part of her life. Mm -hmm. And she was trusting me to help her make a decision regarding her life because of a pivotal place she was at with her life. And it included her house. And she talked about, you know, how it made her feel and how she wants to make sure her family's in a good position in the future and how I helped her to do that. And it is just, I'm thinking, wow, to me, it was my job, you know, and of course I strive to serve in that way, but, you know, I just take it because to me, it's part of who I am that when she came to me a couple of years later with that, it just, it still blows my mind to think about it even today that what we do, because we are, I am in a service industry, but what we do matters to people's lives. Not, it's not just a house. It really isn't just a house. It is. Because for most people, the majority of people, their house is the largest purchase they'll ever make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll ever make. And it's important. And I sometimes I have to remember that because it's not just about a house. This is the largest purchase that people will ever make for mm-hmm. most people. And it is a big deal. Yes. And how they feel and how you treat them and the service after the fact matters. And to be honest, I've got to do better. I do communicate with my clients after the fact, but I think I could do a better job. Because I like to become, because with some of the clients, we spend a lot of time together mm-hmm. and we become like family. We become mm-hmm. friends. Some of my clients are now my friends, like they're mm-hmm. my friend friend. So that I did not know prior to me serving them. So it is very, very important. And, I, and, and, and those things make me feel like what I do is purposeful and worthwhile. So I enjoy that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have worked with a few realtors in our lifetime, our marriage together, 30 years And I know that, yes, it's like you become instant best friends. (laughs) You spend so much time together. And then some of those relationships have just faded away. And, uh, you know, we never talk again. And others, we stayed in touch and and we shared, you know, other opportunities, other events. And, And so, yeah, that relationship is so very important. And I think that's another part of this whole luxury experience and that people feel cared for. And it's not a transactional thing. It's not just a one time, you know, let me hurry up and get you matched up with, even if it's perfect, there is, right. no, there is no cycling through. <laughs> right. It, it's right. not just and another client. Yes. It's your their situation. Right. Real estate is actually transactional, the business side of it. Mm-hmm. And, and if you are high producing or if you deal with a lot of clients, you have to be careful not to make the relationships transactional. My goal when I entered back into real estate in 2017, when I moved back to Atlanta, my goal was to become a luxury realtor, not so I can say I'm a luxury realtor and I want the high price points as a lot of money because it is. But my business model was such, I didn't want to have to work with a lot of clients. I wanted to work with the number of clients I wanted to work with and still make the amount of money I wanted to make. So I say that to say that there are a lot of agents that work with a lot. They sell 40. I know agents personally that sell 30, 40 homes a year. I can't imagine doing that. And because for me, it will probably become more transactional than relational. And real estate is the the people side is a relational business. It 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 is a relational business. And so you have to be very careful in any business, any service industry, to be honest, to not make it transactional. So, yes, I understand because they want to feel if I'm labeling myself as a luxury realtor, then they have an expectation from me. Mm -hmm. And I want to be sure that I'm giving that experience. Absolutely. 
Agreed. And you're right. It is every, you know, every service-based business or industry, there is a certain level of that you cross this threshold where I like to think of the Ritz-Carlton training that we did earlier in the year where there are ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. You know, we're all respected and, and people above everything, caring for one another and making that experience the the best that it can be. And that includes care and concern and consideration. This is something that has come to my attention. Just the wording of it. I've always had this feeling tied behind. Are you considering my feelings? Are you considering how this affects me? And when we have people that we love and that we care about and that we serve, our consideration is very important. So this all ties into, again, like you were saying, how luxury feels. And I'm saying how the experience of luxury and, and it's on so many levels, just physically, emotionally, like the things that right. surround us, how we right. feel in, with each other when we're in each other's presence. And I am so grateful uh, for you, Marcia. Is there anything else that we want to talk about? What about, gosh, you, you talk about serving on a high level and having fewer clients, but a more, to me, impactful relationship that carries on beyond just the one transaction. What are your goals for the next five years? What do you have coming up? Oh, well, real estate. I think I told you, I am, I consider myself a real estate entrepreneur because at my core, I'm an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a multi-industry entrepreneur. I'm also a a healthcare. I'm in the healthcare industry as well. Mm -hmm. And so my goal for real estate is because I've been at it long enough where I have the systems in place. I have the processes in place where it kind of runs. Mm-hmm. It runs. I know what I'm doing with real estate. I don't have to think about it. It just kind of is who I am. Mm-hmm. So I do have a major product because I am now, well, I've been multi-state licensed before, but I'm again, multi-state licensed. I um, recently got my Tennessee license. I'm okay. originally from Tennessee and I'm a, I used to have an Alabama license about to reactivate my Alabama license, but I have a really big luxury product project. I'm going to talk to you about that. Okay. Talk to you about that. Oh, I need to talk to you about that. But I do have a product project coming up in Tennessee, Memphis, for luxury condos. We're working with a developer and I am going to be representing that. And I'm very, very excited about that. I'm very excited about that. We need to talk about that. And so we have that. I have that coming on my team here in Atlanta. I'm focused on my Alabama team now because I have Alabama agents because I'm with EXP. So we're nationwide. So I can serve any state. I can serve globally. And so I'm really working on my Alabama team and mentoring other agents. As far as real estate is concerned, I am still, I serve all price points, but I'm going to, in this particular market, we really serve all price points, but I am going to, my luxury marketing will increase. And I want to get more into the development side of things right. uh, as it relates to real estate myself. Personally, I'm so working with a developer in Tennessee and learning from developers here in Georgia. I really want to get into the developing side because after you sold houses for so long, you really begin to look at, OK, what else can I do in real estate? And as a lady in her seasoned years, you know, we are, we always joke, there is no retirement if you're selling houses. Like, well, how do you re- retire from real estate? Because if you don't sell houses, you don't make money. So over the past five years, my focus has been developing my real estate business to make money without me having to turn over a house. Mm. So that's what I'm doing more of. 
I love it. I love it. So more intentional about how you will spend the rest of your life in the direction of your career as it pertains to your time, freedom and serving in a a larger, like I said earlier, impactful way. Yes. You said time freedom. That's a trigger, a a happy trigger word for me. (laughs) That's what it's about for my time, freedom, money and time, freedom. (laughs) Well, retirement. I don't even know if I'll ever, ever stop working, but you know, retirement age, I guess you could say I am focused more on that. Right. Right. No, I agree. I think Actually, my husband said it just yesterday. He's like, you already know you're never going to retire. <laughs> like, it's your designers. They work until they can't see, right? <laughs> right. As long as something can make pretty, we can do work. Right. right. Exactly. So, but yes, you like you, I think about, you know, developing and, and property ownership and yeah. influencing other lives beyond, you know, my clients on a larger scale when it comes to development and commercial projects and um, yeah oh, so, yeah yeah that's good that's and, like- and I want to get back into my personal development uh, entrepreneur pursuits um yeah. helping people realize because that's one of the things I still do with my real estate clients they I used to call myself the manifest her I teach them how to dream big and believe for whatever so anytime we go into a contract we're winning this you know those type of things yeah. so I really want to get back into that more I want to be more visible with that. So that is something that I'm currently, you know, hashing out, writing it out, writing the plan for that as well. Yeah. You know, it's a challenge to be so talented, (laughs) (laughs) to decide where you're going to spend your time, where you're going to practice and how to bring all these different pieces of ourselves together. And I love that you have helped your clients with manifesting and, and living out their dreams in that home purchasing process. But yes, more of us need to hear that, that that aren't your one on one clients of how you do that and how you create the life that you love. So thank you so, so much for being with me today. I have thank you for having me. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Just again, an amazing woman, always cheering for you. And I know we collaborate in many ways in the future. So most definitely we will get that appointment on the calendar <laughs> for the Tennessee project. I can't wait to hear. More. <laughs> so I want to close out with a question. I don't know what that question is yet, though. I have been on podcasts. Let me make a note because I want to edit this out. I've been on podcasts where they have one question that they ask everyone as they leave. And I like that idea. I just haven't given it. I do too. And that's happened every time I've been on a podcast, matter of fact. Right, right. So I might close out with, (laughs) I have a couple. What's your favorite drink and why? Doesn't have to be alcoholic. I like that question. I've gotten that before. I like that question too. (laughs) But let's see. What, let's do this. What is something you do for yourself? To experience luxury. So yeah, let me work. It's going to be the craziest answer ever, but I'm ready. <laughs> Let's get it on, on tape. One last question before we leave, Marcia. Okay. Tell me something you do for yourself so that you can experience luxury. Something big, something small. What is it in your life that you do? Is This is going to sound so crazy. And you're, you're going to be like, that is not luxury. But I'm telling you, remember I told you luxury is how you feel, right? Right. Okay. I want to hear it. I work puzzles. Oh. But it is an obsession of mine. And I figured out recently why. Okay. 
when I work, you know, I'm a heavy uh, meditator. Okay. When I work a puzzle, mm-hmm. it is a form of meditation for me. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like therapy because when you're working a puzzle and they can't be under a thousand pieces, they have to at least, and I work at least two a week. Oh, wow. No, no, if you saw all the, so my next house that you help me help me with, you're going to have to have me a puzzle room where I can put them in drawers and I can have them on walls. And like, anyway, but and frame them. Least, right. And I don't get I've got to be more disciplined because I'll stay up all night. Literally, literally it's about three times I've stayed up 24 hours. But and I'll work a puzzle because it makes me focus and the nothing else matters. And my mind is free and I will finish a puzzle and I have clarity on issues because I haven't been thinking about it because you know about manifestation, even focus on the problem, the problem expands. So I don't think about whatever issues I'm going through. I'm focused on that puzzle. I'm focused on finding the end pieces. I'm focused on finding that color that matches with this. And it's a form of, I say therapy, meditation for me. And I feel so peace and I feel relaxed and I feel like I am tending to me when I do puzzles, it's the oddest. I didn't know that going back into puzzles this year was going to do that for me, but it really feels like I'm connecting with myself. And it just, for me, I feel luxurious. I feel like, oh, because I feel stronger as a person because it's my me time. It's like for me getting my nails or getting a massage mm-hmm. and puzzles. And I do, I do puzzles. I do puzzles every single day before I go to bed. I don't watch TV before I go to bed. I work a puzzle. And I have to make myself stop, but I'll work a puzzle and I only do it at night. I only do it at night for, before bed. But it's just, that's something that I do that makes me feel luxurious. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what it no, is. No, it does not. I <laughs> love that. I love that. And it, it sounds like a connection back to maybe childhood or did you do this puzzle with your mom or grandparents or was this something you did as a child working puzzles? Yes, my grandmother, my father's mother, I think is responsible for my love for puzzles. We used to work them with her as a child. And this my whole love of using my brain to connect and figure things out. We did puzzles. We did have to do word puzzles, crossword puzzles, any kind of puzzle activity. My grandmother did that. And she gave that love to my father. He still works crossword puzzles to this day. And it just, I guess it comes from that, I guess. And that that reminds me of a, of a fun time. Like my grandmother, she was my fun grandmother. Uh Uh (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I guess I never thought about it that way, but that's, that's where it came from. I love that. And, and that you get to be connected to yourself and your thoughts without having to focus on the problem, which is such a good juicy nugget. When you focus on something, it grows. And so just ruminating over a problem over and over is not helping to solve it in the sense of we're we're worrying, we're we're making it bigger than what it is. You just let it sit to the back and then focus you come on up with the answer. Whatever it is, it expands. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to I don't want to focus on negativity. I, I like to feel good because feeling is the secret. I like to feel good. So whatever makes me feel good, feeling good relate uh results in more good things to you. Yeah. more luxurious things to you. So awesome. I look at it. Awesome. Again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am just such a big fan and we will talk again very, very soon. Dorothy had it right. There's truly no place like home, but it's not just a place. 
It's a feeling. It's where we build our lives, raise our families, laugh, cry, make memories, grow old, host friends, share our lives through family dinners, watch the sunrise, relax, rest, make the most important decisions of our lives. Our home restores us as we try to live out there in this very crazy, chaotic world. Your home is the perfect reflection of what's going on inside of you. It's not just where we eat and sleep. It's sacred. Your sacred space. It's where you create, grow, dream. It should be both your field and haven for everyday living. Homes are meant to be beautiful and livable, functional, organized, and warm. Have you ever walked into a home and you feel this incredible warmth, energy, love, where everything not only looks beautiful, but it just feels good? Like food for your soul. That's what true luxury means. That's what we help you do. Create sacred spaces for every member of your family. Whether it's a little nook where you can sink into a chair and get lost in a book, a screen porch where you can relax or host parties for hours, your dream kitchen to whip up Saturday morning breakfast, or helping your bedroom find that love again. We design magical, sacred spaces that make you feel better and do better out in the world. Because the truth is, you don't really just create your home. Your home creates you. Start your design journey today with a complimentary discovery call by visiting NikkiKlugDesign.com forward slash consultation. I loved talking with our wonderful guest, Marcia Coleman. Marcia's insights into luxury and how it's all about how things make you feel were truly inspiring. Luxury is personal and unique to each individual. And it's not just about price tags or material possessions, but rather the experiences, feelings, and connections they bring into our lives. Marcia's dedication to providing a holistic real estate experience and focusing on the relationships she builds with her clients truly sets her apart. Her commitment to helping clients see the bigger picture, find their dream homes, and create a sense of community and belonging resonates deeply. One of the key takeaways from this conversation is the importance of focusing on the present and embracing gratitude from wherever we are in life. Marcia's perspective on how being content and satisfied in our current circumstances opens the door for even more abundance and luxury is a powerful reminder. Furthermore, Marcia's personal pursuit of luxury through meditative activities like working puzzles offers a unique perspective on self-care and finding moments of peace and clarity. It's a beautiful reminder that luxury can be found in the simple moments that bring us joy and a sense of connection with ourselves. This is why sacred spaces are created. Stay tuned for more enriching conversations on our upcoming episodes where the focus is providing you with valuable insights and a fresh perspective on luxury and life. Thank you for joining us on this heartfelt journey through Create Your Sacred Space. We hope today's episode has left you feeling inspired and connected to the transformative power of heart-centered design. 
Remember, each space we create has the potential to become a sanctuary that nurtures the soul and fosters meaningful connections. As we celebrate the visionary architects, designers, realtors, and design enthusiasts who have graced us with their stories, we are reminded of the profound impact of love, intention, and purpose in the luxury home industry. We invite you to explore our upcoming episodes where we'll continue to unveil the stories and insights of those who weave compassion into their creations. Let their passion ignite your creativity and awaken your own desires to design spaces that radiate with warmth and authenticity. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please share the love with your friends and fellow design enthusiasts. Don't forget to subscribe to Create Your Sacred Space on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss a moment of inspiration. Thank you for being a part of our heart-centered community. And until next time, may your life be filled with sacred spaces that reflect the beauty of your soul. With love and gratitude, this is Nikki Klug signing off.